Welcome to season two of the SOAR podcast, the place for creative entrepreneurs who want to build healthier, happier, more profitable self-employed businesses. I'm your host, Ray Hyde Cornell, business mentor at Chiron Consulting and CEO and senior copywriter at Cornell Content Marketing. Get ready to soar. Welcome to the SOAR podcast. Today's episode is about a question that has come up a number of times from members of our Chiron community in Slack, how to efficiently launch your freelance business. And I say efficiently because a lot of people think they need a few thousand dollars or more to launch their business. You don't, you need very little. The most important thing is to get out of your own way. What often holds us back from actually starting our businesses is fear and imposter syndrome. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through how to get over that fear. And I'll also give you a few additional resources and workshops in case you feel like you want to go deeper into any of these pieces that I'm going to talk about. So let's get started on how to efficiently launch your freelance business. The first step is to get crystal clear on what you're launching, not only so that you know the right actions to take, but also so that you can clearly sell your services and instill confidence in your clients, even if you've never worked with anyone before. There are four things you need to get clarity on in order to launch your business. You need clarity on what you want to build, what you want to sell, who you want to work with and how you will communicate each of these pieces with others. Even if you're just starting out, you can get clients as long as you sound like you know what you're talking about. And this doesn't mean lying or faking it till you make it. You got onto this path because you have a skill to offer the world and you can do great work. So you're not a fraud. You're not an imposter. You're just new. To get started, all you need is to know what you're doing to be able to communicate your value to potential clients, and to be able to show them that you're the right one for the job. So let's dig into each of these pieces. First, make sure you can explain what you do. Even if you don't want to niche down by industry or service just yet, you need to be able to answer the question, what do you do? In the beginning, you might say, I write copy and content for businesses looking to form long-term connections with their customers. Or I do modern branding and design for companies that want to refresh themselves in the market and attract a younger leading audience. Oftentimes we have a hard time sorting this out for ourselves. So grab a close friend, your journal or a mentor and figure this out first. I guarantee it'll make launching your business far easier when you do. The more specific you can be, the better. The second step is to create examples of your work. I can't tell you how many times I've heard someone say, I'm new to this, so I don't have any examples of my work. Well, then create some examples. I once hired a writer on my team at Cornell who submitted an article she wrote on behalf of Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, as an example of her work. She very clearly and honestly told me in her application that she has never worked with Milan. He never hired her and the article she was submitting was never published. And I did not care one bit. The article was very well-written and sounded just like Caesar Milan, and it would fit beautifully in his website content. She was showing me what she could do, and that's all that matters. I don't care if you've never been hired before. No business really cares what logos you have on your proof bar. That's beside the point. 
What matters is if you can do the job and what skills you have. So show your skills, create a few brands, write a few blogs, mock up a few IG grids. You just need two or three examples of what you can do to show potential clients. They don't care if you were paid $10,000 or $0 for your work. They care about your skill and if the money that they are going to pay you will be well worth it. The third step is to think about who you want to work with and where you'll meet them. Now, this is where a lot of people think that they need to advertise or apply to job boards. Advertising is a waste of time and money. Unless you're selling high ticket products or tech solutions, advertising is not going to work for you. Job boards, on the other hand, can be an okay-ish option if you're just starting out and you want to learn more about what companies are looking for and you have a boatload of free time to fill out their applications. But I will say that if you want decent gigs where you get to set your own rates and your own terms, job boards are going to be a waste of time. Now, if you are going to do job boards, fill out the application very, very well. I can't tell you how many times we've received applicants applications at my marketing agency, Cornell, and I can tell that the applicant was half-assing it. There's no way I'm going to hire someone who shows that they don't really want the job by submitting a bare bones, mediocre application. All that tells the company that you're applying to is that you are going through job boards, applying to pretty much anything that looks even remotely appealing, trying to get as many applications out the door as possible. And you don't really care which one you get. That's not the way to get the job. Companies want people who actually care. So if advertising is a waste of time and money and job boards aren't where you find good clients, where are you supposed to find them? I go into an in-depth process in my workshop, find your ideal client and stand out from the competition. So if you're ready to dive into client acquisition, I definitely recommend completing that workshop. I'll put the link to that in the show notes of this episode. Here's a quick synopsis if you don't want to get in-depth or if you just want an answer to the question of what lies ahead, but you don't feel like you're ready to start reaching out to clients just yet. First, figure out who you want to work with. Think long and hard about this. Who do you enjoy most? And yes, you can actually work with people you enjoy. What types of businesses interest you the most? What are your rates and who will be able to afford your rates? That's a really important one. If you're still trying to figure out your pricing, you can check out my Price Yourself Perfectly workshop. It'll walk you through the step-by-step process to calculate the rates that you need to live the life that you want. And nine times out of 10, when I work with my mentees on this process, rates end up turning out surprisingly affordable for a very, very comfortable lifestyle that also includes future planning, like your own self-funded retirement plan and health insurance. Regardless, you need to know what you need to make to do your work and then target the clients that will be able to afford those rates. Once you know who you're going after, the next question to ask yourself is, where do those people hang out? And perhaps more importantly, when are they the most receptive to being sold to? We've all been in situations where someone tries to sell us something and we are so not in the headspace to buy or even consider what they're offering. That's an instant no. 
On top of that, we end up resenting the company or the person or the brand for bombarding us in our text messages or cold calling us or cold DMing us on Instagram or LinkedIn or for advertising to us. Instead, think about when your ideal clients are actually open to hearing about the solution that you have to offer. If you offer design services, copywriting services, social media services, VA services, et cetera, when are they open to learning about your services? Most likely it's going to be when they're in a business mindset, not a personal or private life mindset. For that reason, LinkedIn is usually a better social media platform than Facebook or Instagram. Maybe it's when they're already shopping for help with other business related things, such as at a conference for businesses in their industry. You can attend those conferences, especially if you feel like you shine in person and enjoy meeting people face to face. I've gone to uh, I've gotten dozens of clients by doing this because I prefer more one-on-one -on -one conversation rather than doing like a one-to-many strategy like social media or advertising. Maybe it's when they're eager to learn about something and you have a unique process or stance on your services that they need to learn about. In that case, meet them at online events like webinars, virtual meetups, reach out to professional groups and offer to do a free talk. For example, if you're targeting, let's say, eco-friendly travel brands, look for Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, meetups, and other networking groups or masterminds where they hang out. Reach out to the group leader and offer to do a 20-minute talk on the top X number of things that eco-friendly travel brands need to know about whatever it is that you offer, like design, copywriting, social media, podcasting, whatever the case may be. You can also reach out to companies and other entrepreneurs who are offering webinars and see if you can team up, sponsor, or help them. For example, if a designer is running a webinar on the importance of design and you're a copywriter or editor, ask if you can copy edit their deck. In return, you should be able to put your logo or some sort of partnership plug or announcement somewhere in the presentation. Along those same lines, team up with parallel partners. This is one of my favorites. Parallel partners are entrepreneurs, freelancers, or companies that offer services that complement yours. For example, a writer and designer teaming up or a podcast editor or producer teaming up with a social media manager or email marketer. You don't step on each other's toes, but it's likely that their clients need your services and vice versa. So you can refer work to one another or offer clients a complete package that includes both of your services and team up together to serve that client all in one bundle. Another client acquisition option, if you're just starting out, is to work with agencies, especially if you offer a creative service like writing, editing, design, or social media work. Agencies will usually hire less experienced creatives, provide a bit of training, and help you get a ton of experience in portfolio samples. The fourth and final step in this process of efficiently launching your business is to actually reach out to clients. Once you know what service you want to offer and you have a few portfolio pieces that you can share, you know who you want to work with and where you want to connect with them, the final step is to start actually connecting. This is where fear often gets the better of people. They say, I'm too new or inexperienced, or I don't know if I'm good enough, 
or I'm just one tiny person. Why would a company hire me? Every single successful freelancer has been in that position before, myself included, big time. But you have to set your fear aside and just try if you want your business to get anywhere. If you actually want this life, if you actually want to freelance, then reaching out to clients is part of it. It's not a forever thing either, though. I was actually just talking to my husband about this the other day. I haven't sought out a new client in nearly two years. Prior to that, I would go in waves where about once per quarter, I would do a bunch of outreach and then I would just let those leads play out. But eventually I hit a tipping point where I had such a wonderful, solid base of clients that I really love and they just regularly refer new clients to us. So we've been steadily signing two to three clients per month, well above my one new client per month goal with absolutely zero prospecting effort on my part. And you will get there too. And it doesn't take forever. You can get there in just a few years, but you will get to the point where your snowball is rolling along with its own momentum. And all you have to do is steer it along the right path with little taps here and there. But for now, when you're launching a business, you need to put in the effort It's a numbers game. And the more outreach you do, the more people you talk to, the quicker you can build up that solid base of wonderful clients who send you regular referrals. But you need to deliberately and carefully shape that snowball and put some energy behind it to get it to start rolling. If you're bumping up against imposter syndrome or other fears that are keeping you from actually doing the outreach and putting yourself in front of your ideal clients, check out my workshop, How to Beat Imposter Syndrome for Life. The biggest thing is that you don't stand in your own way. And that's it. Easier said than done, but that is the four-step process to efficiently launching your business. Figure out, number one, figure out what service you want to offer. And that means get clarity on what you're building. What is the business that you want? Number two, create examples of what you can do. Number three, figure out who you want to work with and where they are, they are receptive to learning about your services. And number four, reach out to them. Now you're probably thinking, hey, Ray, I think you skipped a few steps in there, but no, I didn't. Like I said, you do not need some huge flashy website. You don't need a funnel. You don't need a really expensive branding shoot. You don't need to take out a business loan. You don't need a freebie or a lead magnet or a gimmick. What you need is clarity, a working email address, and a computer with internet access. That is what you need on the surface. Deep down, you need confidence and you need to try. You need to put the effort out there. There is absolutely no need for you to go into debt by getting some major branding package or fancy headshots done. There's no need for you to delay getting real world experience and income by making excuses like, well, my website isn't ready yet. Nobody cares. Nobody cares how polished or professional you look in your LinkedIn profile photo. Nobody cares about your website. Those are niceties that you can fuss with later when you have money to burn and you want to procrastinate doing your actual work. What people care about is A, can you do the job? And B, what are your rates? The only reason I don't include pricing yourself in this list of four steps is because often you need to do the work before you know what you need to be paid for your rates to feel solid and comfortable for you. 
Setting your rates is an energetic exercise. It's all about figuring out what you need to receive in order to feel like what you're offering your client is energetically equitable. Until you do the work and actually experience what it's like to manage a client, you don't know. So start out with whatever feels right. Trust your gut. If you want to, and if you feel like you're ready to set solid pricing, check out my Price Yourself Perfectly workshop. Otherwise, save that until after you've started doing some outreach. You can always tell potential clients that every project is priced based on the scope and the depth of the project. So you'll need to check out their website, do some research, and send them a proposal with pricing in a few days. You can buy yourself some time. You don't have to give people pricing on the fly. Once you know who's asking for your rates, then you can price based on what you feel is right for the project, the client, their size of the business. Pricing is a whole other beast. So I'm going to stop there on that particular topic. For now, you have plenty to do. One, figure out what service you want to offer. Two, create examples of what you can do. Three, figure out who you want to work with and where they are receptive to learning about your services. And four, reach out to them. And if you need any help at all figuring out any of this, that's literally what I'm here for. Book a call with me and let's sort it out. I'll put my free consult link in the show notes here too. And you can also go to my website, kyronconsulting.us and click the button that says book a free consult to schedule with me. Just remember that everyone starts out somewhere. The important thing is that you start. You've got this. Now soar. Hey, Ray here again. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe and rate us in your favorite podcasting platform. Want to be a guest on the show or know someone who has an amazing story of entrepreneurship? Apply on our website at kyronconsulting.us forward slash podcast.